Welcome to Commission Impossible. I am Scott Fish, and with me, as always, is Ryan McDowell. We've become known for our commissioning over the years, got together to start a podcast to help other commissioners out. If you are new to the show, all episodes are pretty evergreen, which means you can do what many people do and binge them. What we do here is go over listener questions, bad commissioner stories, interesting league ideas people have sent us, go over some of our ideas that have now become wildly popular, and we answer nearly every single email we get. You can email us at commishpod at gmail.com if you want to go back and find something in a previous show, so trying to look for an answer to something, you can go to commishpod.com and search. Uh, it's pretty nice, a little easy search to find our other shows. Uh, subscribe to us on all the all the things, all the podcast playing places. Now, Ryan, on to the show. Let's do it. We got some good questions here. We do. We do. It feels like we just did a show, which is true. We did one yesterday, but <laughs> you're, you're going to get them sp- spread out. You're going to get one this week and you're going to get one next week. We're, we're going to try to give you a little more content because we, 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 have, we missed a week. So, you know, we're, we're going to make it up to you. Can't give it to them all at once. <laughs> give them the syrup. Uh, Ryan, you want to read the first one? Yes. First question comes from Clinton. Uh, Clinton says another cool feature I think the wrestling league could have. So this is going back to uh, two or three episodes ago. ago. Yeah. Um, it was an idea for a wrestling themed dynasty league, uh, or fantasy league with some, um, settings, uh, you know, battle Royal. And I, I I don't remember. It was interesting for sure. Steel chair, I believe was one that we talked about. Right. Uh, yeah. So Clinton says another cool feature for the wrestling league could be a weekly buried alive or casket match. Mm. Each team has, has one or could, could be more of these matches each season. The losing team loses a player to the winning team. No player is protected. Ouch. Uh, yeah. So we know this is uh similar to yeah. uh, vampire or pink slip or sniper active or one of those styles. I like yeah. that. It's only once a year, but still that could be a really big punishment. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a huge week. Uh, you would have to do it. I think in, in one of the first, you know, three or four weeks, you would want to yeah. pay close attention to buys. Uh, to try to make it as fair as possible. I believe uh, buys start week six this year, so you, have, you okay. do have a little bit of a gap there, too. Uh, yeah, you could do it week five, where you kind of know how good players are, but you're before the bye weeks. Yeah, uh, anyway, keep going. Sorry about that. Yeah, so Clinton also says you could do a Survivor Series match, one per week. Each team in the match picks four or five players from their team against their opponent's four or five players, whichever side of those players scores more combined points gets X amount of dollars. Kamish would have to do separate survivor series pot to allocate these funds from hmm. this match also doesn't take from a regular season week. It's just additional fun piece of the weekly matchup. That's, that's what I love about these, these themed leagues. We've talked about pirate leagues and <clears throat> super, you know, superpower superhero leagues. There's just, there's almost endless, ways that, yeah. and then features and rules that you can add just to make it more fun. If, uh, if your league is really into that, whatever the theme is, whatever the idea is, you can continue to add to it. Love it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, good idea. Especially, especially if you pick a good theme, there are some themes that right. just have so many options because those companies or, you know, 
whatever, like if it's Harry Potter or if it's like they've thought of a bunch of different interesting fun. They did all the work for you. You just have to apply it to fantasy. Yeah, yeah, of course. And yeah, you're right. You've, you've got to be into the the theme, the idea of it. If you know, if you hate superheroes or you don't you don't care about wrestling, this is probably not the league for you. Right, but right. Uh, if that's something you enjoy, then this would be uh, something that add to that and, and make that an even more fun uh, experience. Very cool from Clinton. Really add uh, even more to that wrestling theme we went, uh, we, we talked about a few weeks ago. Uh, th- we're going to start out, we're going to read an email from David Glidden, our, our, our man, David. He's uh, sent ideas over, over the last couple, you know, over the last year, we've read, we've read some of his emails. We've read some of his league ideas. Uh, He's sent us three more, and that is what this episode is going to be, Ryan. Uh, I'll read the first one here. Fantasy Texas Hold'em. Now, I I think I'm going to preface – no, I'll I'll say it at the end. But uh, Fantasy Texas Hold'em. It's a league loosely based on Texas Hold'em poker. Each manager has dealt two random fantasy players each week that only they can see hold uh, hold cards – uh, five random fantasy players, community cards are revealed to the entire league over the course of the week in four rounds of betting throughout the week before the Thursday, Sunday, Monday games. And after the Monday game owners decide whether they want to stay in the game by betting chips of increasing values or bow out, fold and save their chips for later. After the last NFL game of the week, any manager still in the game reveal the two players they were dealt. The manager scoring the most total points across the two players and the five community players in one of three combinations wins the pot. The three possible combinations used for determining the highest total points scored are players of the same position, one of each different position, or three players, uh, three um, players from the same team. So you're looking for a combo of those, uh, any one of those. Examples, I was dealt two running backs and two of the five community cards are also running backs. I get the total points from scored from those four running backs. Mm. Uh, second example, I was dealt a QB and a tight end. The five community cards include three running backs and two wide receivers. I get the total points scored by my QB, my tight end, and the highest scoring running back and wide receiver. So it feels like you're going to get four no matter what. Uh, I was dealt Mahomes and Kelsey because they're the same team. Five community cards have CEH and Tyreek. I get the total points scored by the four Chiefs players. Managers are eliminated for the season once they run out of chips. The winner is Mm. the manager with the most chips at the end of the 17-week season. Why create this league? For poker fans like myself, hidden and complete information about your opponents, betting dynamics, logistics, it would be a commissioner nightmare. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that up. Maybe not. I mean, you could probably, you could probably. It work. would be, it would be. You'd work out a system eventually that you, you it would make it easy, a little easier, but you got to do it on Google sheets. You almost can't even score anything on the league. You're just using a league page to, to know the scoring of the players. Right. Um, and maybe that would be a nice copy paste from, a league scoring page into an Excel and you've got the Excel or Google sheet coded um, to, uh, to make that work. Um, significant amount of commission work here. Um, and, and plus you're also managing the betting aspect he mentions. So I've never heard of this, 
But uh, where when it started, this is what I wanted to say. There have been lots of fantasy poker, fantasy football meets poker ideas and stuff out there. I've done them. I know our friend Ghost has done them, where you you get five random players and you can choose to like like drop how many you ever you want and draw new players. And then you get to drop however many you want and draw new players. And that's the five players you, you do with the week. It's like five card draw, right? Um, that has been out there. There, there have been versions of fantasy football meets poker out there. Um, I believe a, there was actually a website that did it one year and it quickly went away. I, I don't know why, but um there have been there have been people who have tried this because I think there's a especially in DFS there's a really big overlap in poker players and DFS players. Oh yeah, for sure. I think there's a lot of poker players in the fantasy industry. Um, so the, there's good reason for this. I I love this idea. It's just a lot of work, Ryan. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This would this would be a lot. This is not something that you could really you know expand on. You couldn't run three or four or five of these leagues or, or certainly not more than no. that. So, uh, but I, I love the idea. Uh, I, I think it's a challenge. Um, I don't see many holes in it outside of the commission work. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. If you're, if you're a, a poker fan, if you're into that type of strategy and uh, David talked about the uh, uh, incomplete information, I, I think it, it's a great challenge. I think this is one of those leagues and I, I love it as is, but it might be one of those leagues that as, as you in practice, as you get playing this with, with some people, I do like this. Another thing that the amount of people that play is endless. It can be four people mm, or it can yeah. be 23 people. It can be an odd number. It can be whatever. I think it's one of those that once you start playing kind of like uh, that, that draft game we played down in St. Louis, Ryan, as you get playing, you're like, the bones are here, but it should be adjusted a little bit. You know, you might you might find yourself wanting to adjust some of these rules to make it a little easier to uh, manage on a week-to-week basis. Um, yeah, and it seems like a lot of David's ideas are like that, what you said there at the beginning, that, that they could include – really an endless amount of people. It doesn't, yeah. it's not, not limited to 12 or 14 or whatever. Yep. I do think that there are parts of this that are actually much more codable. If you know how to code, like I do, like the betting portion, I, I put betting into my pigs leagues. Um, we, we actually took it out. We don't really have it anymore just because it got less and less used each year, but I coded that in so people could bet. Um, so I think that could be coded for people to bet chips um it's it's you have to be you have to find really active owners because you're betting three to four times four times a week uh, assuming you don't don't fold so they're like four betting periods a week like you need you need really good active owners and you need a commish that is willing to take this on for 16 17 weeks um that's really the only problem you need really active guys and and uh a really really good organized commish. Otherwise I love the, I love the idea. Uh, David's got another idea here. This one is called stack attack. He says it's like a normal league, but during the draft, you draft two players at a time who must be on the same team. Um, at least at the, at the time of the draft, they have to be on the same team. Third round re- reversal to offset the favored one one position that gets the, gets to stack two studs. 
he says this could be done in, for redraft or dynasty. And his reason for creating this league, which I love that I love that he always includes that, by the way, because we always ask why, why, why do this? David always tells us. Uh, he says, I think it would be fun to have a season long non DFS league where stacking was strongly encouraged, if not outright required. Hmm. Uh, what do you think about this one, Scott? My first question to you, Ryan, is if you're reading it the same way as I am, where if you get the 101, maybe you, and I'm going to use the example from above, maybe you take Mahomes, Kelsey. Like, do you take, do you take two players with each pick? Is that the, is that the theory here? Or is it in the first round, you have to take Mahomes. And in the second round, you have to take the next best, next best chief. Cause you have to do it two rounds in a row. No, with, with, I take it. I read it as you're getting two players with every single pick. Okay. So, okay. That's how uh, I read it too. So I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't, it would, it would be really crazy and interesting the other way. Cause what if, what if you take Dalvin cook and later in the first, someone takes Justin Jefferson, that means two Vikings are going like <laughs> the next guy could take Thielen. And then you're like, ah, I have to take Irv Smith this early. <laughs> you know, like there's some crazy strategy about if you're going pick by pick. That's uh, true. Yeah. I, I kind of yeah. like that way too. Yeah, um, me too. I like both yeah. ways, David. <laughs> this is fun. I certainly think this leads to um, to a, a big advantage, and, and David alluded to it there. A big advantage for the early, uh, the earlier picks. Yeah, you know, in, yeah, in a superflex dynasty, uh, you're yeah, you're getting Mahomes and. I'd, I'd probably go Mahomes and Tyreek, but um, yeah, I was just throwing something out there. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, one point oh two, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Oh, I'm just yeah. looking at I'm looking yeah. at DLF ADP right now. Um, one point oh three maybe is is Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Like, I mean, it's yep. whoa. I don't know if you would see much much trading because it seems like picks would just be worth yeah, so yeah, much. You, yeah, you'd have to – yeah, I don't think there would be much trading. And even when you have those stacks, you probably can't break up stacks. So, um, yeah, I feel like it, trading would be down, but I think I think it's a fun idea. <laughs> I think it's a really fun idea. Um, yeah, I like, I like this. Uh, yeah, that, cool. that would be one question I would have for David, and um, I'm sure he'll listen and, and let me know about this. What happens after? After no. I draft Mahomes and Tyreek, yeah. can I trade one of them? Do I do I always have to keep them locked in um, together? I, I don't know. That's yeah. That would How be do you do waivers? How do you do waivers? Do you have to pick up two of two of that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> on two players that are on the same team, or yeah, do you have to? Are question. you? Maybe your waivers are you have to pick up a player that just adds to one of your current stacks. I, right. th- I think that makes the most sense. Like yeah. You can't you can't pick up a player outside of your current stacks. Um, that would be a cool wrinkle to the the waivers in a league like this. Um, I like it. I like it better in redraft than dynasty. Like I've I don't know. Like mm-hmm. you could do this as dynasty. It's just I I don't know that someone would want to be locked in like that for years to like you'd have to do the rookie draft after the NFL draft and you could only draft rookies from players that are currently in your stacks. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> like you might, you might love Kyle Pitts, but you don't have any, you don't have a, an Atlanta stack. So you can't get him. Or um, are you drafting two rookies at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, the other way. I mean, Lawrence and ETN. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah, that would be the one on one. Like by like the one on one be so incredibly valuable. In, oh like it's already bad in rookie drafts where the one on one is so valuable. If you if you were drafting two at a time, man, some of them would be really really rough. But I mean, every team drafts two offensive skill players or more, so you could do yeah. it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that, that would be interesting on both the dynasty and the redraft side of this. Um, I like it. Stack attack. Okay. Last one here from David. One hit wonders. Um, David, I almost didn't read this one because David, just much like his Tamagotchi one, he calls this one hit wonders. What it is, is a one-timer league. That is a very common playoff league format. It's a, it's a, it's a known, um, uh, it's a known like league type. Uh, Safe Leagues runs them. Safe Leagues ran them last year. Okay. Uh, yeah, the one-timer. Uh, we do 100 teams. But basically, here, here I'm going to read David's summary. Uh, it's a redraft league, seven-player roster slash starting lineup. Safe Leagues does six. Uh, one QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one super flex. Again, Safe Leagues does one of each and two flex. <laughs> but it's an MFL contest league where you pick a new lineup each week but you can't reuse the same player more than once in a season. Um, all play regular season culminating in Scott fish style playoffs where the top half advance each week. Um, just, just for people listening, safe leagues just does total points. We don't do all play. Um, but uh, you know, same thing. Why create this league fun chance at having every good player on your team at least once during, well, at, at least one exactly one time during the t- season. Lots of strategy, game theory, save the best players until later in the season or playoffs or for playoffs, avoid players that everyone else is using the same week. Um, I, I generally don't care about that in these. I will say my strategy in these is I use studs right away because you never know when they're going to get injured. When I play a one-timer league for, for like a 17-week season, I'm like, screw it, studs all the first week's. You know, hopefully I can build up a nice lead or something, but I just don't want to get hit with an injury. I don't want to have saved Christian McCaffrey for a week for a later week and he gets injured in week three. Like I just want to use my studs early. That's how I play it. Um benefits, those with skills picking good weekly player matchups, emotional roller roller coaster, really rooting for just a few players uh each week. I, I will say this is actually one of my favorite types of leagues to play in. Um, I really enjoy it right along with the safe leagues 500 where you're only starting four players a week and, and it's total points. I, I absolutely love it. The, the, the safe leagues 500 is also Ryan, a one-timer league where you can only use a player once throughout the entire course of the season. Um, Are but those limited the, by positions in, in the 500 league? The 500 is you start is, four there, quarterbacks. There, there's no minimums. The the 500 league is like the the game we played as a kid. And I don't know if you played in Kentucky where you throw the ball up and you yell a number and whoever kit like you yell 200 and whoever catches it gets the 200. And the goal is to, you know, there's usually a bunch of kids playing and the goal is to get to 500. And then the person who gets to 500 gets to come up and be the, the ball thrower. Yeah. Um, so in a safe leagues 500, it's a one timer like this where you only start four players every week and the first person to 500 total points wins the entire pot. Um, And you can only be, you can only have running backs, wide receivers and tight ends because those are the ones that catch the ball. 
So, so we just outlawed quarterbacks, right? So it's just uh, ball catchers. But um, a one-timer league is is a, I try to do at least one or two of them a, league, a year, just because they're so much fun. Uh, fun fact: my my son uh, Ian, uh, when he was seven last year, a one-timer league was his very first ever league fantasy league. Oh, nice. Yeah. So so the, <laughs> this is the only style that my seven-year-old knows, David. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. I love it. I love yes. it. I, I've actually never, I've, I've played in one-timer leagues that, uh, playoff leagues, playoff. of course, yeah, but, yep. but not a, not a season long. So that's, uh, that's very cool. I, I like, uh, I like David's idea. I like what you're describing there, Scott. Yep. I, I need to get in one of those. Yeah. I will say like uh, this, like the, the difference with his is, is just all play. I don't know that I've seen a one-timer league that's all play. It's usually always just total points, but it can work in all play. You can have a, a playoff setup That's uh, you can do lots of stuff with it when you got a full season. Um, the seven player roster is definitely, it, it's, it's requiring two running backs and requiring two wide receivers is it gets difficult later in the season. Um, but, uh, that's part of the fun of it, right? Um, safe leagues, we do one, 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 and two flexes just to make it, you know, and we do, yeah, we do allow super flex. So just to make it so that there's a good amount of options and you don't run super, super thin by the end of the season. Um, but, uh, you, you can, you know, monkey with any of these settings and it's, it's a really fun, it's, I, it, this is me just promoting it's a fun format and you should go to safeleaguesfantasy.com and play in a one-timer league or the safe leagues 500 when they open. <laughs> Look at me getting that plug in there for a couple I of love it. Um, Thank you, David, for those three ideas, Ryan, that's it. That's all we're going to do for this show. What do you think? We knocked it out. I love we it. We knocked it out. We'll, we'll, we'll be back again soon with another show. Uh, go to commissionpod.com. There's a link there to sign up for our newsletter. We try to send out an email every week. And when we send out an email, we invite someone to SFB 11 who is a paid subscriber. So go do that. Uh, five-star review on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Tell your friends, tell your league mates, tell your commissioners about our show. You can follow me on Twitter, scottfish24. Follow Ryan on Twitter, ryanmc23. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.